Today, we're going to be talking about the inner judge dread. It's that part of our mind that tries us and then carries out judgment against us. You see, as men, we can be our own worst critic. Now, what can we do about it? Today, we're going to find out so we can live a more confident life as a man. So let's jump right in. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Hey guys, welcome to episode seven of the Confident Man Podcast. I'm excited because the holidays are coming. November just started and the holidays are coming and I love it. I love everything about the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Um, one of the biggest things I love is the food. I love holiday food. I love all the meals, the parties, all that. I love to cook, so I love cooking during the holidays. And uh, it kind of started when I was a kid, of course, I loved to eat. But after my wife and I got married, there was one Christmas where we spent Christmas Eve at her grandmother's house and Christmas Day at my grandmother's house. They lived about an hour and a half away from each other, so it was easy to do. And so we went to uh, her grandmother's house and she put out food like crazy. She was a country cook and she cooked, you know, there was five of us and she cooked for 15. That's just the way she was. And she made a bunch of everything and I loved it. It was, you know, cornbread dressing, uh, deviled eggs, all kinds of great stuff. Uh, so she, she always did a good job. So the next day we went to my grandmother's house. Now my grandmother's a very sweet lady and cooking was not her strong suit. So she would, you know, we had a turkey, which she probably got somewhere, but, and then we did white rice and frozen mixed vegetables that had been cooked. That was it. That was the meal. And, and so it was kind of funny because I leaned over to my wife. I was like, I want to go back to your granny's house. And we called her Granny Wiggins, uh, my wife's grandmother, and she always cooked that way. She could throw some food down. But it was funny because every time we ate with her, she always criticized her own food. We'd be sitting there going, you know, Granny, this is the best food in the world. Oh, my goodness, it's incredible. And she'd be like, well, it didn't turn out that good. I, you know, this is a little too hard. This is mushy. She always put her own food down. And, and I don't know if she was trying to egg us on to compliment her more, because we did. But it was just funny, because she had that inner, what I call an inner judge dread. And you know, as men, I think we all have an inner Judge Dredd. Now, Judge Dredd is a comic book character who was a judge on the street. He had the ability to take care of all justice right where he was. He could try someone, you know, he could put judgment down, and then he could execute or do whatever he needed to do. And I think we as men have that Judge Dredd in our brain. We struggle with that inner Judge Dredd, which is really our inner critic. It's that voice inside of our head that's beating us up all the time. And one of the reasons I think so many guys struggle to overcome different areas of their life is because they've got that inner judge dread and they, they won't forgive themselves. They won't get over things. And this battle within can make us bitter and, and really cynical about life. Sometimes guys get that way where they just, they cut everything down. They don't believe anybody or anything. Why? Because that judge dread in their brain has been working overtime. And sometimes we feel like we can't overcome. So what do we do? We start looking for the worse in others. 
we start saying, well, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. And we start looking for the negative around us. And some people live that negative life because of what's going on inside of their brain. And then other guys just make excuses. You know, well, I've always been this way, everybody's just gonna have to deal with it. And so they make excuses for what's really going on inside of their head. And they, they haven't been able to change. And what's happened is they've lost faith in themselves. See, a lot of times, if you let that inner judge dread win, he'll cause you to lose faith in yourself, you will believe you can't do anything. And you just will stop trying. You'll just kind of exist. And too many guys do that today. So what do we do to change that? Well, there's a few things we can do to conquer the inner judge dread. And we're going to talk about those today, you can forgive yourself, you can understand truth, and you can team up. Let's talk about forgiving ourselves. Nothing will change in our life, really, if we don't forgive ourselves. You see, the problem when I say forgive ourselves, people are like, well, what do you mean by that day? That sounds kind of weird and kind of out there. No, that the deal is, you know what you're thinking at all times. So sometimes even in situations where you may make the right call inside your brain, you are thinking something else. Well, that's what you're going to beat yourself up for. You may have done the right thing, but you may have thought the wrong thing. And so you'll beat yourself up for that thought. You know, recently I was talking to my son and we were talking about being a dad and what it meant. And uh, my son just got married last year. They don't have any kids yet, but you know, they will. And, and I told him, I said, you know, as a parent, you're just doing the best you can at the moment. Uh, most parents don't have a master plan. And those that do, like two weeks after their children are born, they throw it out because they, they figure out they don't know anything. Um, you're just doing the best you can every day as a parent. And, and you're just, you know, you're praying and you may not even believe in God, but you're praying to him saying, God, help me with these children. And so that's what happens. But your kids don't see that. The kids don't see what's going on inside of your brain. To your children, you've got it all together. Your children think you just know stuff. They don't know that sometimes you're just guessing. You're like, yeah, sure, that sounds good to me. That sounds right. And the deal is, is we as men, we know our inward motivations and attitudes that no one else sees. And sometimes those can weigh heavy on us. We look at the attitude we had and we realize what a mess we are. And sometimes we, we feel like we should beat ourselves up. We, we get that attitude that, well, you know, I really don't deserve anything. I don't deserve forgiveness. So you don't give it to yourself. And, and sometimes you'll start not giving it to other people. And the danger of not forgiving ourselves lies in the fact that we'll become bitter. And rage can build up inside of us, kind of that inner Hulk. Have you ever known someone who just explodes out of nowhere? Well, sometimes that's because they've been beating themselves up for so long that it eventually spills out and they start doing that to other people. Their anger spills out onto others. Maybe you had a parent or a friend who had anger control issues. Well, a lot of times that's because inside their brain, they've got an inner judge dread that's judging them so harshly that they start judging other people. And they pay the price for that inner pain. And those that know them or live with them can also pay the price for that inner pain. 
You see, forgiveness is not something you just pick up and, and use like a tool. It's something that you really have to carry around all the time. It's an attitude you have. You've got to be able to forgive yourself. You've got to start by moving past your past and creating a new future. You say, well, Dave, I've really blown it. And you may have. You may have done something stupid. You may have blown up your marriage. Or you may have uh, made your kids not want to be around you because of your attitude. Well, guess what? Today is a new opportunity to do the right thing. Today is a day to not only forgive yourself, but maybe to go ask somebody to forgive you. You see, when you as a man learn to forgive yourself, you take power away from the mental judge dread. You'll take that power away from him and you'll be able to explore that, that new realm of your life because you'll have the freedom to do it. So you got to forgive yourself. The other thing you have to do is understand truth, to know what's the right thing and what's kind of made up in your mind. Now, I used to love trivia games. I'm not as good at them anymore, but, but when I was younger, I could jam on some trivia games because growing up, I watched a lot of TV. So I had all kinds of useless knowledge in my brain. I mean, stuff that really nobody knows. You know, somebody could ask, oh, what was the best, you know, motion picture 1977 and, you know, just whatever, just the strangest thing. And I would know it. I couldn't name my state capitals, but I could know weird trivia. And, and it's kind of funny how much games were fun when you knew the answer. But now I try to play trivia games and like stuff that's happened the last 20, 30 years. I don't know. Because I've been, you know, I raised a family and did all that. I was busy. So I don't know this stuff. But games are so much more fun when you know the answer. When you know what the answer is, it's so easy. Like, have you ever watched the game on TV? And the person is asked a question, and they don't know the answer, but you do. You're screaming at your TV. It's this, idiot. It's this. Well, here's the deal with us. We have to work to know what is true in our minds. Because we've got a battle in our minds and we've got to understand what is true and what's our inner judge dread. And sometimes they get twisted up. You think something might be true about yourself or about a situation, but it's really the judge dread. You know, I mean, just the basics of uh, no one likes me. Everyone's laughing at me. I'm so awkward. It's the, it's the voice of that judge in your brain that's finding fault with everything you do and seeking you to pay. And, and we have to understand that some of those things just aren't true. You've got to learn how to have an inner voice without an inner judge, which means you deal with reality and truth, but you do it from a different mindset. Now, when I coach men, I talk to them about developing a training mindset. You see, athletes are always training to improve. They understand that mistakes are going to happen, but mistakes can be lessons. You know, when a professional golfer goes out to the driving range, he'll hit a thousand balls on the driving range. And some of the shots won't be good. Why? Because he's practicing so he can make that one shot when he's on the fairway. You see, in our mind, we have to understand that life is training. 
mess ups are just future lessons if we're willing to learn from them. And that's what you want to do as a man is you want to look at your life as a training time to understand what is true and what are things that need to change. But you don't have to beat yourself up for it. You know, talking about golf, my golf game is pretty sad. Um, mainly because I don't practice regular. I don't go out and hit a thousand balls. You know, I'll play once every few months. And, and it's funny because I'll be playing the game and, and I'll just, I'll hate it, you know, because I'm playing terrible. And when you're playing terrible, you just hate golf or any sport. You know, you just, you don't like it. You don't want to do it. And I'm, I'm saying things to myself like, I hate this game. Why am I playing? I could be doing other things right now. It's hot. I'm hungry. Why is it 18 holes? Who, who designed 18 holes? I'm ready to go at 14 or 15. You know, and those are just thoughts that go through your brain. And then you'll hit that perfect shot. You'll hit a birdie. You'll do something that's beautiful. And guess what? Your whole attitude changes. You're like, you know, this game is nice. I like this game. I want to play more. I should play next week. I want to play the next week after that, you know, and, and you end up not doing it. But it's just, it's funny how your mindset changes. And in life, what you want to do is have a mindset change to where you're not beating yourself up all the time. You're just training. You're looking at, okay, I'm learning how not to do it. I'm learning how to be a better man, how to be a better father, how to be a better husband. And what you have to do is have to have a place to watch film of your life. And when I say that, it's you want to look for a way to object, objectively review what you do and what you think. I encourage men to journal. Journal is something, journaling is, is something that I learned as I began to grow and learn how to be a man. And it's been a strong part of my life through good times, hard times. Now, when I say journaling, I don't mean a diary. I don't mean something you have to go write in every day. You know, dear diary, today I ate food. You know, you don't have to do that. Journaling is something you do to process what's going on in your life. It's kind of like looking at film. Athletes, you know, football players, they look at film of the game so they can learn, okay, I did that wrong. Let me improve. Journaling does that with your life. You think about your day or your week and you write about it. And a lot of times that's where you can objectively look at your life and say, you know, my attitude toward my children has been kind of kind of sad. I've been kind of putting a perfectionist mindset on my children. I need to change that. Well, if you didn't sit back and look at your life objectively, you wouldn't know that. And maybe for you, you need to get some coaching in other areas of your life. It could be emotional or mindset or any other things. There's ways to get help. And what you do is you get someone to look at you from the outside. You may join a small group. You may go to counseling. Those are all good things you can do because what happens is those things take away the lies that our inner judge dread uses against us. And that way, we can kind of pull the power away from him because we're actually living what's true. So the third thing we want to do is team up. Now, when I say team up, I think of many different things over the years. But uh, the last few years, um, it makes me think of a place a group of us met for breakfast every morning. And it was a 24-hour breakfast type place at a truck stop. So uh, it was kind of like an adventure because you always wondered, is this the week we get food poisoning? Because um, it wasn't the cleanest of places. They, you know, it, it, it survived. 
but it was cheap and it was good. Um, and there was a small group of us guys who met weekly. And little did I know when I started going to that, how much that group would mean to me and still means to me today. You see, those guys were a strength for me when I needed them because I was teamed up. Right after I started going to this group, um, my wife was diagnosed with brain cancer. And so we went through that journey and those guys were a big support for me. Um, those guys were around. Those guys encouraged me. Uh, those guys prayed for me. They did all kinds of things. And, and you want to get around a group that can be that way. You want to team up. Why live life by yourself? Sometimes you just need help. And sometimes you just need people who you can laugh with and have fun with, who you can be yourself around. You know, you need to have those friends who tell your stories when you'd rather them not be told. Um, I've got some friends from college and we, you know, we close in college and afterwards, you know, we all got married, had kids and all that. And, and so, but it's funny whenever we get together, it's like nothing has changed. We're still telling stories from back in the day and they tell my stories. They, they had this list cause we were roommates and they had this list they made of dumb things I would say. You know, things like I'm a big cereal eating man. They put that on the list. Or one time one of them said, you know, how do we know if something's gone bad in the fridge? And I, in my wisdom said, well, there's only one way to find out, eat it. You know, and they wrote that on the list. Well, of course, they bring that list up all the time. And they told my kids about it. They told my wife about it. And it just happens. Why? Because I was just myself around them. They were themselves around me. And, and that's the bond of friendship. You see, guys, we get exhausted when we have to put on a front and pretend to be someone else in front of others. I think that's why many people stay home today and just binge, you know, Netflix or, or Hulu or whatever. It's because they're avoiding relationships so they don't have to pretend. And, and you need people you can be real around. You see, in our interconnected social media society, authentic friendships are severely lacking for many of us today. You see, friends are people who like us for who we are, not what we can do for them. And finding, friend likes that, finding friends like that, it takes work. It's not going to happen overnight. And, and you want to build that time with people so you can build that trust. And you need a place to be authentic, to be real. Because what that does is it gives you other voices besides your inner judge dread. You see, having friends like that or friends who will call you out when you may be doing something stupid. Or they'll tell us that we're way overthinking something. They'll be like, dude, you're fine. We, we respect you. We think you're great when you're beating yourself up. You see, as men, when we wear our mask, we give Judge Dread power over our life. Real friends don't allow mask wearing because they know the real us. So let me ask you this. How many real friends do you have today? You know, gaming buddies online, they don't count. You say, well, they're my friends. Well, they are, but you don't meet them in person. Netflix, Prime Videos, that's not, that's not a friendship. You need people you meet face to face. Because there's really an epidemic of loneliness among men today. What you need to do is be the guy who gets other guys together. Be the one who helps them. So guys, today you want to quit allowing your inner judge dread to beat you up. Don't be the judge, jury, and executioner of yourself mentally. That's exhausting. 
Learn how to forgive yourself. Learn how to understand what's true. Learn how to team up with other people. And what you have to do is decide that you want to grow now. You want to start battling against that inner judge dread now. Quit making excuses or waiting until the new year. Today is the day to take the power away from your inner judge dread. Because your daily decisions will change your destiny. So thanks for joining me for today's episode. I'd love to hear what you think about your inner judge dread. What areas does he beat you up with? What's something you find yourself always thinking about? Reach out to me and let me know. You can also let me know what you'd like to see us cover on future episodes of the Confident Man podcast. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Confident Man podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. You can connect with David on Facebook and Instagram at David the Maxwell. Find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me. That's theconfidentman.me.